Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. If there is an option to speak with the attorney, keep your cameras on to get the priority. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is November 17th. The time is about 11.30 and Reddy and MBC has been conducting Zoom or conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know and put your camera on. Nikhil. Hi, Rahul. Thanks for your time. Uh, I have a question regarding my EB3 application. My EB3 I-140 just got approved today. And my I-485 is pending for like almost 15 months. And I have EAD and AP. So my question mm-hmm. to is, uh, if I change the what job is, before... What is your priority date? December 13, or December 30, 2013. Okay. Why did you get an I-140 approved now? When did you file the 485, I-140? So I have EB2 I-140 approved like uh, in 2014, but uh, I d- did downgrade in December 2020. And uh, I had the payment okay. issue and uh, USCA has rejected the I-140. And be- because of that, all 485 and EAD and EP got okay. rejected as well. And I had to refile okay. in 2021. So I lost like eight brand. months in all that. But why so did, why did not just, you convert into premium processing of EB3? So I did that last year, but at that time, uh, USCIS was not uh, kind of uh, accepting the application. And then EB3 got pushed back and then I refiled in EB2. And that's why I was like, I did not do the premium processing, which was my mistake. I should have done it or I should have continued trying doing it even though they were not accepting. Okay, anyway, but, uh, you at least I yeah. just want you to learn the mistake. Okay, so your I-140 is approved right now. Okay, what's your question? Yeah, uh, I-485 is pending for 15 months and I have EADAP. So if I change the job before 180 days of I-140 approval and if my current company withdraws I-140, will I lose mm-hmm. all uh, 485 application or not? No, you won't. Okay, so no, before I it has to be 180 days from the time your 485 has been filed. There is no rule that you have to stick with the company for 180 days after you got an I-140 approval. You can leave right now, no negative implications for you. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, and does my new company the need only, to file the I-485? Only thing, the, uh, they may, they may not. That's up to them. They may wait for the RFP or if you get an interview. But one thing is where I will tell you is that there is a chance of 20% chance or maybe 50% chance. You may be stuck with the EB3 
three. Okay. Okay. So I also have maybe three, and your company, I also, the company, you have an I one forty approval with your current company, but when you move out of this company, we are not sure whether we'll be able to use the EB two or not. But I also have EB two I one forty and four eighty five pending with the current company. Ah. So I have two applications, EB two oh, and EB three. Okay, 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 okay. Sorry, then I take back my word. Yeah, you can move on. You, you're fine then. Okay. okay. And does my new company need to file four eighty five J immediately, or uh... that's up to them if they want to do it immediately or they want to wait? Okay. And, Next uh, person, please. One last question, sorry. Uh, if I mm -hmm. uh, travel on advance parole on EB three, and if I one forty is withdrawn, will there be any issue? No issues. Next okay, person. So I... Mahesh. Uh, uh, Rahul, firstly, thank you for your support. Uh, as we discussed uh, earlier on my wife's finance for explanation of overstay, she also got an emergency slot as she is studying here based on our overstay. uh based on us is it good to go for face to face uh, interview or we have any questions or drop off is better for writing a single line on ds160 just want to take your advice so how, how long she has been overstayed uh we discussed that is one uh, like it's almost one year yeah well you know she just have to go there uh, if 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 they tell her to if they tell her to just uh, go for the drop box you can go for the drop box okay yeah she doesn't she have to necessarily okay. yeah if she has a drop box let her go to the drop box at the most they will go for the, they will ask for the interview she needs to go for the interview okay okay but they won't take decisions on based on ds160 we we had a conversation uh, one to one uh, that single line does we no need to write more than explanation there so no, that is fine no yeah. don't explain anything if she ever yeah. goes it's her mistake and that's about end of the story okay okay sir yeah thank you so much for your help sj next person please sir na pe janavi na ko question undi అడ్వాన్స్ పెరోల్ మీద అబుదాబి మీద వచ్చామంటే కనెక్షన్ టైం తక్కువ ఉన్నప్పుడు ఇమిగ్రేషన్ మిస్ చేసి బస్ లో అటెంప్ట్ చేయొచ్చా um so if there is a less time mere mantanru that there is a chance that they may they may take long time and then you may miss a flight is that what you're telling yeah advance payroll me dochinappudu i have not noticed that ma'am i have not noticed that kind of problem in abu dhabi for advance yeah. payroll people okay ala okay. am బట్ నేను ఎప్పుడు ఏం నోటీస్ చేయలేదు అడ్వాన్స్ ఏ ప్రాబ్లమ్స్ అమిత్ గుహెడ్ 
can I keep my H-1B visa active by staying with current employer and parallelly working with the second job on W-2? Or will yes, that impact can. my proceeding? Yes, you can. So still my H-1 will be active, right? Yeah, it's still active. Okay. You can make it, you get, it still is active. Yeah. Next person, okay. please. And one, one last question, one more question, sir. Uh, actually, uh, though I got GCAD, right, but my, uh, in 2012 and 2013, uh, I had filed a GC process for PERM file and my PERM, those files got denied. Uh, and uh, that case went to the Balka firm uh, from my previous employer. Is it a good idea to initiate those? Because we don't know like when will be the, you know, the, the filing action, it will be for 2014, right? So I was just wondering, is it possible? Is it a good idea to, uh, uh, what happened with the labor certification? Was it approved or not approved? Is it still pending? It's, What's it's going on? A, so it, what happened is it got query. Uh, it's a pump pump got query like you know in 2012, and they said what the UK, happened afterwards. Afterwards, they they said my employer said that it went to Balka, and we are just uh, clarifying the query. That's it. They said nothing else. They said how long it's been in Balka? Uh, it's it's still in Balka. <laughs> how long? You're never answering my question. Sorry. How uh, long it's I, been in Balka? It's more than a year. L let's assume that. It was in 2012. They answered Correct. the query. How is it it's only one year in Balka? Though? It should have been almost like seven or eight or nine years in Balka. Yeah, I mean, when I say one year, right? Uh, when I asked, like when I switched to the new employer, but when I asked them, they said that, you know, it's, uh, uh, it's there one year and after that it might... Uh, not have any use so you know just 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 uh, ignore that and you know file the new new peer um, so i i'm like very ignorant on that like i don't know what exactly happened so i had so, just thought in, it, mm -hmm. so you need to you need to get the clear picture of what's going on on the balka of that case though you yeah, yourself are not clear it's been pending well you need to get a clear idea on that yes he's not pending in balka was it withdrawn well then you have to search there though because it's worth pursuing it if it's in Balka. Next person, please. Okay, thank you so much. Yes. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, so actually, uh, I'm about to uh, attend an interview for, uh, not interview, Dropbox. Earlier, I was there in US for six years and came out. And again, I'm planning to go with the new H1 this year. So uh, I have my Dropbox scheduled. My, my question was, uh, so in the new, and I'm filling the DS-160 form, and there was in the last section where there was a question like where you intended to work. So while applying my H1 earlier, there was a LCA, but looks like that position got filled out now. Uh, so I was in confusion what to fill in the DS-160 where you intended to work now. So can I put my employer address there? The my, my employer is saying like put the employer no. address oh, there. Oh, employer is telling to put the employer address? Yes. Because and that LCA was position was filled whenever they filed the H1 now. So is it in the same MSA as, uh, do you know, is it in the same city? Yeah, it's in the same uh, city. Yes. Yeah, that's fine. You can, you can put your good, sir. Okay. I can put my employer address there, right? Yes, that's right. Thing. Okay. It's in the same city. Next, next person, please. Was. Yeah, hi Rahul. Uh, yeah, I'm calling from uh, Bangalore, India. Uh, uh, my question is, uh, uh, between 2016 and 17 uh, on H-1B, I just worked for a year. Uh, upon my assignment completion, I traveled back to India. It's been almost like five and a half years. 
but recently my wife h1b got picked up and uh, next month we have a drop back appointment so uh, i'm applying for h4 now so my question is uh, still 6 months are there can i still use my old h1b uh, i mean h1b means that uh, remaining 5 years of that time period which 6 uh, years remaining 6 years of your h1b you have used five and a half years is right No, no. I used just one year in between 2016 and 17. Just I lived in USA. Then I traveled back upon my. Oh, assignment. you can use. You can use. So once you come back and H4, you can convert into H1B. So my question is, in case if the uh, dropouts, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, appointments done once I get my H4, probably I travel say in a February sometime. So mm-hmm. I'll still left with three or four months because I traveled 2016 June ending. So that three four months would be suffice for me to change H4 to H1. Uh, what what do you, what do you mean three four months though? You travel no, here. Mean, When uh, is your wife's H1B expiring? No, no. My wife's H my wife's H1B recently got picked up. So we are going for Dropbox appointment. So, when, so when you get the H4, you'll get it for three years or two and a half years, right? Yes. Uh, my question is, uh, I traveled back from USA in 2017 June. So I I read one of the forums some long time ago that in in case if I want to use remaining five years, I should travel back to USA in, within six years. So say for example, if I travel sometime in a February March. No 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 no. Stop it, Shreen Maslu. Stop yeah. it. There's no six year rule. Okay. If you have been counted toward the H1B number. and you are in india for the next 90 years and you're still okay. alive okay come back into united states mm-hmm. you can convert into h1b no six year rule for you oh okay okay so that's uh, that's that's uh, that was my question so yeah it's uh, clarified now yeah thanks i will put a rule of 90 day 90 years after that if you guys are still alive contact if i'm still <laughs> alive at that time next person please kiran right. juneja Uh, hi Rahul, thanks for the opportunity. Uh, I saw your video of five forty day EAD extension through travel to Mexico. Uh, that's yes. my. Uh, I'm on H four EAD. My H four stamping expired in May twenty twenty two, but I have a valid I ninety four till January twenty three. Now my husband, mm-hmm. both my husband and I, H one B and H four is expiring in January twenty twenty three. He is applied for the extension, but extension. Still, yes, uh, but I want in, you to do the. I want you to do the premium processing. You applied for H four plus EAD also, is right? Yes. Uh, so yes, yes, yes. EAD also, yes. I want you to convert your husband's H one B into premium processing. Once it's approved, and while it is getting approved, I want you to still apply for Mexican visa. Okay, I have the Canadian tourist visa. Good is that changes to Canada now. Everything is Canada right now. Okay, no Mexico okay. for you. Get the premium processing approved for your husband. Fly to Canada, fly back, and request them to give the H four approval until your husband's H one B is approved. Can I request the same rule? You can. That's the doubt. You should get me. Okay. Oh, ninety-eight percent of the time you'll get it. Two percent of the time they may only give it until January of two thousand twenty-three. Yes. But all these things need to be done before your I ninety-four expires. That's January of two thousand twenty-three. So yes. you better convert your husband's H one B immediately. Okay. Thank you. And one last question. So upon returning to the US, will my husband get I ninety-four another 
for another three years as per his I-797 approval? Absolutely. Absolutely, he can. He, he doesn't have to go with you. It's up to you if you want to take him. Okay, thank you. And uh, one last thing, uh, do is it's not like I don't need to get stamping. Auto revalidation no. should work. No, you don't need stamping. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. From Kiran Kumar. If oh, you're a newcomer, guys, put your camera on. Let our team know. You need to put your camera on if you're a newcomer. Go ahead, uh, hi Rahul, uh, I was the last caller yesterday. We couldn't wrap up the conversation. Um, so this is uh, for my sister who went to H1B extension stamping in Chennai consulate, and uh, she got two twelve, two twelve um, section that six A C I I something like that. So where it is a misrepresentation and a fraud, but mm -hmm. the thing based off my conversation with my sister, what the visa officer might be confused with uh, you know the visa officer asked her question regarding how did you work while you are on cpt but my sister was enrolled in day one cpt program so technically she has to work and uh, and that was the probably the reason she received that lifetime ban it's it's uh, you need to understand suram the misrepresentation is a major issue I don't want words to miss out. It's better that she's cross-examined by an immigration attorney. Did she ever work for a company called Integra? No. Okay. But anyway, have her consult a lawyer. That will be better though. Okay. No, yeah, no, one actually, no, no, definitely we are looking to consult with you. Uh, you know, um, but the only so thing better is make have... it and have have a, have her speak with me rather than you. Okay. And, and it's one, not going to be over because when I want to get, when you know what the misrepresentation is, it's easy. When you don't know, it will take time for me to get there. Okay. But is this something you have seen success uh, with these kind of uh, sessions when you get these sessions? Have you, have you ever successfully able to get the waiver or, um, you know, have you ever, if you, uh, my percentage of success in waiver is very, very, very low. Okay. But in general, is it possible to get it back if everything is whatever? I mean, if my sister remember didn't do anything. How wrong. much, how much, how much I have to say when somebody says low, but the lawyer says very, very, very low. That's what I said. I didn't say my percentage of success is low. It says very, very, very low. Is it possible? Yes, it's possible. Is it possible that I can get a $1 billion in the lottery ticket? It's possible. Okay, you need to you need to consult somebody, and maybe I'm not the right person, Mr. Suram, for you. Okay, next person, please. Sahana, um, hi Rahul. So uh, I'm I have recently completed my masters on June 2022. So I'm uh, mm -hmm. still on my OPT period. So yesterday, mm -hmm. because of the Amazon layoffs, I have been affected because of that. So right now they said that I'll be having 60 days to find another job. So uh, mm -hmm. uh, I, I booked a ticket travel to India before like two months. So Cancel. it's in like 10 days. So will it be any issue if I go to India and I, come back? Yeah, I do not. I do not want you at this point of time to go to India while your job in jeopardy right now. Okay. Um, okay. You, you may want to get, uh, you may want to get a, a even if it's a voluntary job, ma'am, unpaid mm -hmm. job. It mm -hmm. is legally allowed for you to be employed. If you are unemployed for a period of 90 days, 
on mm-hmm. OPT, you'll OPT will be cancelled. Okay. Um, so, so I'm not of... worried about your trip. I'm more worried about your OPT. Yeah. Uh, so what if I get an offer from another company? Uh, can I travel then? Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm Sahana. I am more interested in people keeping their legal status. I'm not interested in people focusing on the travel is their main mm-hmm. idea there. I'm not. I, I'm not a proper lawyer for them. Okay. Because I, I, when the thing is in jeopardy, I really want to take care of that one. Yeah, you have an offer, but are you working there? There are a lot of issues that will come up there. Next person, please. Thank you. When the status is clear, I'm fine people traveling, but not, I do not want them to travel. Hare Krishna, go ahead. I'm calling from Australia, sweetie. I'm an Australian citizen currently. Uh, basically, I'm from India, Andhra Pradesh. Uh, so, my doubt is, if I go, if I come to US on uh, E3 visa, will I have a provision mm-hmm. to apply for green card while I am on E3, or do I need to move to H1B uh, so to apply for a green card? I have read some of the blogs that uh, uh, dual intent condition is there, but I'm not sure of that. I'm you're right. You're right. You're Technic- technically. Technically, you will have to move to H-1B to apply for the green card. Because you can apply for the green card, then you cannot extend the E-3 visa. Okay. Okay. Do you know how much is the waiting period for you to get the green card in the United States? So it depends on uh, different categories, right? Like... uh, Okay, guess. Take a guess. My sister stays there. They have applied in 2014, but still waiting. Mm -hmm. Uh, so there you go. some of the friends are that's said, that's think, yeah that's for your sister though right now the waiting period is 80 plus years next person please unless uh, you are some extraordinary ability person so hello, good Ari. can you unmute him can you unmute him for Ari for a minute yes uh, sorry for the last question actually I have so, so uh, the hurry, the reason I'm telling you is, you know, a couple of my relatives, they asked me which state, which country to go. I, you know what I told them? Hey, go to Australia. And the guy now huh. says that I'm ready to get the citizenship. Now, the reason is your sister and you will have a complete different thing, though. In okay. 2014, it's different. And 2022, it's different. Okay. The waiting period will be 80 years. I'm not sure. Do you see okay. the point? So... So I have no other option other than moving to H1 or better to come on H1 but, rather than but, coming but, on E3. No, 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 no. E3 will be much better okay. because H1 will be a lottery system. Okay. H1 will be a lottery system, right? If I okay. were you, if you, if you want to come to US and work though, E3 will be easier for you to come. Yeah. And then but convert into H1B. Okay. GEC is not there for you, buddy. GEC is not there. It's 80 years waiting period. You think so you can live that long? Looks like you're young, you can. <laughs> okay. Then one last question. Sorry for that. Actually, my mom is uh, they are planning to come on a tourist visa as we both, uh, my, okay. my, my sister are there. Is it possible for us uh, to extend her uh, maybe for a period of, uh, instead of six yeah, months, you can. can we extend it to eight months or 10 months in a year? That's the last question. Please. Sorry for that. Not every year, only one time. Only one time. Okay, fine. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Next person. 
apology why were you if the job is good i'm staying in in uh, in australia buddy you did a good job of getting the citizenship if you would have been here you would have been you you know much worse in your system next person please oh thank you hello good morning sir thanks for the opportunity i'm chandra recently i just came for f1 f1 visa for uh, so i changed my college from university of pacific to william jesup now i got terminated they terminated my i20 and they are asking me to leave the country and return back to the country so i'm very new to this process and uh, there's a problem for me it's been just a couple of months i've been here to, at uh, us can you suggest me like uh, should i return back to india and come back or should i stay in uh, canada or mexico which is easier for me what's the reason why you've been terminated uh i didn't attend one of the classes and uh, i was not feeling well so that's the reason i also mailed them but uh, it seems that the evidence wasn't uh, enough for them one thing you can do is that you can get an admission again and then you can go to mexico or canada and come back uh if it is within 5 months of the violation you can do it but i would first you need to get admission and then after you get the admission you should consult a lawyer and the proper lawyer for that will be emily newman not me okay okay so uh, emily can you uh, spell the name em- emily emily newman like redian newman okay my team is going to give you the name next person please venkat thank you sir yeah hello yes yeah, good evening thanks for the opportunity sir uh, one quick question is that uh, ca- regarding the recapture of h1b visa so i got the visa in the year 2007 and stayed in us us for 3 months and returned back so can i uh, utilize that recapture one uh, for uh, so you said you said you only stayed for 3 months on h1b yes sir in 2007 written back in march 2008 absolutely you can okay within uh, 90 years okay so so what would be the process or how i should approach uh, do we need to approach a new employer and then uh, ask yes, to... you need to approach uh, uh, you need to uh, approach a new employer yes thank you very much sir. thank you kumar and yeah you and they can approach us and the uh-huh. name is emily newman guys uh, hello yeah. uh, thank you very much good morning sir yes go ahead you can hear me sir Yes, I can hear you, Kumar. Yes, okay. Uh, Ramgaru, uh, here is a, a simple, con- uh, here is a little context, sir. Uh, I've been working with my consulting company for over 10 years now. Received my GC through them in July, okay, mm-hmm. uh, of this year. So immediately after receiving the GC, uh, obviously the payroll amount was extremely low. They were, they were trying to keep like the taxable income to like almost abnormally 40K or something. that led to you know obviously me asking for some accounting and balance dues and all so they immediately basically stopped paying any payroll so the context is i received my gc received one paycheck after that for a very minimal amount and i don't have any uh, payroll since right um, mm-hmm. so obviously i don't have any clear termination letter or uh, you know any documentation that when my employment ended with them right so on that well, context, why are you with that company i i am not anymore so obviously so this happened in okay, uh, what's your, august okay what's your question what's your question now so so then basically immediately after that happened i i uh, i moved on from them like you know registered an llc it's in the process of it so i'm sort of self employed so with that context um am i good or do i really have to bother for some experience letter no sir some... you are good 
you can flip a burger in McDonald's, you can be a Microsoft CEO or a Google CEO. You can just sit at home and do nothing, wash okay. the dishes. Because with your I've wife. been doing the sit at home and do nothing for the last three no months, at least problem. in terms of no, pro- no okay. problem, sir. What you cannot do. Uh-huh. sell marijuana not yet sir yes don't plan next on it next question <laughs> thank you sir sunil hey rahul garu uh, thank you for yes, taking my call um, i i have applied for 485 on september 13th uh, receipt date uh, mm-hmm. and september 13th of which year 2022 thank you and my priority date is uh, uh, april 2013 keep going so uh, if i want to move my if i want to change my employer uh, it's going to be after feb- march. Feb- okay uh, march 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 and leave a little bit room okay don't calculate to 180 days okay just leave it to 190 okay okay and on on ead can uh, how long is it still 60 days uh, within 60 days you need to find a new job or you can you i would recommend more. i would recommend to have no gap if you are planning to have gap i would recommend to contact a lawyer if it's a one week gap that's fine more than that you should contact a lawyer okay got it thank you sentel um hello sir this is sentel um so one question i had is uh, we filed uh, 485 without um, nabc or bc uh, only with birth affidavits and um, mm-hmm. is it always they issue rfe if we don't file with the bc or nabc or they can uh, approve with uh, birth affidavits only uh, sir i there is a good chance that there is a good chance that uh, uh, there is a good chance that they will issue an rfe i would want you to prepare for it Okay. I want you to get a, a non-availability certificate, and I wa- also want you to get the other alternative documents. Yeah, we got NABC okay. now. So NABC, I got my wife. I got birth certificate itself. So we got that okay. now. Okay. And then I also, I also want you to collect other card, PAN card, ration card, election card, school records, and keep it ready. Okay. Okay. With a different address, though, right? Not same address that we were born, right? With a different address, but uh, you know, in India. So Aadhaar cards, my name is the same address where she was born. I mean, uh, no, she was no, born. No. People don't people people don't stay at <laughs> the same address. Right, right, exactly. It's not exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not the address. Yeah. It's a date of birth that we are looking at. Okay. Okay. Sure. Very. Raghavendra. Hello. This will be the last call, guys. The next conference call will be tomorrow at three thirty. Hello. Yes, Raghavendra. Hi Rahul, nice talking to you. So yeah, I have a quick question. I am GCEAD, so I am thinking like uh, to start a company under my wife's name. But can I work on her payroll also, like working to my current employer? You mean to like say you are going to jobs, continue so. working with you are going to continue working with your current company, and your wife is going to employ you also? Yeah. Like doing some yeah, extra project, that's good, right? That's okay. good job. Yep, do it. Will it cause any problem in getting the green card? No, sir. You're good. Oh, thank okay. you. Okay. And one last question: Can I can okay. I work on a different company's W two payroll while you're working for this company? Yeah, for my parent company, and then like work for some other company on W two. You can. Oh, you can, sir. You can, and you don't need to file a four eight five J supplement or anything like that. Oh. Okay. Until and unless if I move out of my primary company. I don't need to yeah. find that, right? Okay. Yeah. 
Okay then. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day. Thank you.